Into the Apex podcast is going on the road. Giving you the energy of motorsport from the source. We'll be trackside for the GT World Challenge, IMSA, and the NTT IndyCar Series. At Mid-Ohio, VIR, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Petit Le Mans, and the historic 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Pit now, pit now. Visit IntoTheApex.com for the latest dates and locations. world of real and virtual auto sport meets mad sim racing media presents the into the apex podcast it's into the apex with the crew fully back now bradley has returned tyler patrick stein and rob gregoire and uh folk fellas we just did uh the spa 24 last weekend and not a bad run of it uh, we didn't uh, get killed too painfully, uh, and kind of we were in a split where a viral moment happened in the iRacing community. Somewhat, uh, somebody ran out of fuel, uh, and when they were flashing their lights overnight, and uh, another car just stopped their race and pushed this car all the way through and and all the way to the pits and through the pits into the pits with them. One yeah, of the most, uh... one of the most. Uh, it was captured on a stream and uh, it was titled wholesome iRacing content or something like that. One of the most wholesome things I think I've ever seen on iRacing. Yeah, it really was. Like, <laughs> it's, I, I couldn't believe you're actually seeing. I remember like uh, we didn't even compute what was happening at first. Like I remember, I don't know who was in the car at the time, but I remember seeing I, it was maybe because yeah, somebody was calling out to me. Somebody's stopping flashing her lights on the back area. And uh, I flew by him. And then I heard somebody say on, on the driver channel, uh, hey, do you need a push? And uh, then sure enough, I was called out that they're actually pushing them. And then somebody captured that and uh, shared it. And it went went crazy over some of the over Twitter and uh, Reddit and whatnot. Well, I owe them apology because I remember distinctively saying, like, this is a terrible strategy. Like, you just tell. <laughs> but it worked. So. But it made for good content. <laughs> yeah, it's true. W- would any of you have pushed said person if they needed help in the middle of a 24-hour race? If I was like, you know, 12 laps down or something. I yeah. think that might have been the case. Surely that was the case. Yeah, they it yeah. Wasn't like had it was nothing to leader. lose. Yeah, yeah nothing but other... goodwill, you know, karma. Unless it's your, your, they're the enemy of your enemy and then you want them to win. Well, somebody then later pointed out that the car that was getting pushed apparently beat us by the end of the thing. So that helps. Oh, fuck. So next time, people, don't don't help others. See, I saw the video. I don't thought that. I thought you had posted that because our team had helped push. No, we would never do something. Oh, uh, we're not. We're, we're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> we we would we would uh, throw trash out the window or spit on him out the window as we go. Apparently, according to Patrick, <laughs> I'd be flashing my lights at him, saying, "Get the fuck out of the Get way!" Get out of the way! Yeah, they're an obstacle. They are an obstacle. Yeah, yeah he was just past Mont, so I would have probably just pushed him up and then just pushed him through the busket stop curve. And uh, how shitty would it have been if you had given him a push? Up till pit road, and then you bailed on him. <laughs> just left him blocking pit entrance to screw other people. Oh man! 
get them oh. right to the pin entrance and then stop. You know how thin that pin entrance is. They'd stop. Would Nobody be, would be able to get in. Opposed to seeing a clip that would have said the most wholesome eye racing content, it would have been like eye racing power move. <laughs> <laughs> Push them oh. so hard they hit the entrance uh, to pit lane, hit the wall, the divider right there. Oh, that's amazing. That's terrible. Yeah. That that would go in line with all the videos on Reddit of the cars spinning out through the grass and then coming back through and head on. Oh, yeah. Having a head on collision with the car. Who's directly. at fault here? Who's at fault? <laughs> <laughs> Place your blame. Yeah. The lot of, there's a lot of those uh, uh, judgment videos for everybody to judge who's at fault. And some of them are, are uh, sarcastic or ironic or what have you. And uh, those are good. Those are good ones. That's good. Yeah. You, well, you get some iRacing virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Okay. What it's all about. I don't, I don't, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, speaking of good content, uh, the Charlotte benefit race for MS is tomorrow. I know Patrick, you and I are teamed up in a BMW for it. Uh, everybody's ready to jump into the, uh, it's kind of going for that early morning. If you're in North America, uh, session, uh, because well, one, of course, you have the typical top split broadcast, as I understand it. Uh, but there's also the uh, a random broadcast split that's going to happen that's going to feature Steve Myers, Chad Knaus, and others. Uh, and uh, that's something that people are excited for. I know people that we race with are excited to potentially just get into that random split. It's like a lottery. Uh, well, Steve Myers has been active on Twitter all this week. Uh, they're having fun with it, raising money. Uh, and kind of the, the thing that he's done, the bit, uh, so to speak, that he's doing uh, is having people donate and then ask questions. And if they donated and, and asked the question, he's going to answer them on the stream this weekend. And uh, that led to something that caught our attention quite a bit. Uh, and that's uh, where he's going with this as far as questions. Uh, some of them are fun, uh, but the most interesting one is uh, somebody asked, uh, what will we have to donate basically to get com- uh, get updates about rain on iRacing? And uh, you would kind of expect somebody to go that route. Uh, well, he he pretty much bit on that one. And uh, I'm looking down his Twitter now to find it. And uh, so uh, at Ben Taylor 80 asked him, how much is an ETA on Rainworth? And he put a crying emoji like it's, you know, hilarious. He's surely not going to answer. Uh, Steve Myers tweeted on July 28th. Uh, this is a big money one. The community is smart enough to figure out that a track is what a track is from a photo of a bench. You can figure out how to pull your money five hundred dollars for a rain update. Uh, so, what do you guys think? I mean, that's that's all we have now because as we sit here to do this show, uh, we we don't have that live stream yet. The event has not happened. Uh, so I uh, I beg it begs the question: This time next week, are we going to be talking about? Uh, something big about rain that Steve Myers reveals, or is this all just yeah? I mean, all in good fun. Yeah, it's like, kind of tongue in cheek. I mean, is it? Does the answer have to be truthful? Are, I mean, are we going to raise five hundred dollars? So he said, like, I'm going to get get pedantic here. He said he finished off his tweet five hundred dollars for a rain update. Well, one five hundred dollars, depending on how many people pull it together, that's a nice little sum. It's a nice donation. It's a very good cause. So I don't, I don't, you know, uh, I don't cut that down. But it's, that's quite a bit of money. And he, and he says, for a rain update. That suggests to me, being a Twitter detective, that there's something to update on. Unless he's playing word games and the update is we have no update. That's not, Or that it's not going to happen. Is he just meaning like update, like, as in like, we'll update you on? Or does he mean update to the game? 
No, he, there's no way. I'm sure he means an update on if it's going to happen or if it can happen. Something like that. He's going to give and us a nugget. It's got to be. It could happen. They're just choosing yeah. not to. Well, Rob, I have to say, out of all four of us, I think you're the only one that that uh, dabbles in other sims. Yep. Uh, you're the only trader of iRacing in this. I'm not a trader. Well, you know how much money I've given them. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. Well, you, you. What my point is, you dabble. You 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 swing a little every now and then. Yeah. You swing every, with some other oh, things yeah. multiple ways. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so what what's have you run any other bastard sims that have rain oh yeah i said a corsa competizione, <laughs> corsa okay competition that's, that's the one that you're gonna that's the one you're gonna think well they have it in i've seen uh, some videos of those yeah and it works the one, it's an I, added layer it's like in some of the races that you do in it it'll even if it's just a sprint race like it'll be you know 20 minutes 30 minutes 40 minutes and you might just get rain halfway through it. And then your entire might when it was supposed to be a one pit race, or maybe you're going to try to do the whole thing without pitting next thing. You might have to do multiple pits. Like it just, it makes strategy change on the fly. Right. So you have to change your tires basically. Yeah. What else comes into play on a just driving style? So you feel it. So if you have a force feedback wheel, it feels different. Oh, absolutely. Interesting. See, that's what I would try to imagine. And I obviously, like I said, I haven't done other Sims that have rain, so it would be completely new to me. Uh, yep. But the fact that Assetto Corsa Competizione has it uh, tells me, obviously, yeah, it's possible. Uh, it's just how good is it going to be compared to that? Is it going to be better? Yeah, is, I mean, it, is it going to look crappy but feel realistic? Yeah. Is, I, is it going to be arcadey, like just arcade-y. for appearance, or the, phys- the physics going to actually match what it would actually feel like to race in the rain? Like, could it I be almost- used as a practice tool, you know? Yeah, I almost wonder how much of it is them worried about how many people would not be able to use it. Like, how much of a graphic, like, graphically would it, and, like, for your hardware, would it, how much more demanding would that be? (laughs) And that, and it's hard enough to get through an official session without it. Well, there's a lot of people running iRacing on potatoes, like. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) On a Walmart PC. Yeah, like really dumb down, like you really dumb down the graphics, single monitor, 1080p kind of thing, and like pe- some people race like that, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of people do- uh, donated on this. Uh, Trade and Paints donated a hundred dollars. Uh, somebody else donated a chunk of a hundred dollars. Uh, people donated big sums to this, so I I reached out to Steve Myers to try to find out uh, because I didn't see myself where it's hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure that they've met the deadline or met the, uh, the cutoff. So I think we're good to go. Um, See, I, yeah, you're right. I would think. Well, let's, some of the responses, uh, to iRacing or to this on the iRacing Twitter, uh, one guy says would be much cheaper to just buy one of the Sims, uh, like project cars Two or auto automobilistia Two, and drive in the rain in those. Uh, it says we're never getting rain on iRacing. It's a game for hot lappers only. Ouch. Um, sounds like somebody with an axe to grind. <laughs> They've obviously never been in a race with me before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, self-depreciating, Patrick. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> How much for motion blur on the lug notes, Steve? <laughs> uh, so somebody said, it, so if, if $500 gets update on rain, how much is it to do your job for a day? Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Jeez. Christ. That's dark. It's a, it's a charity, folks. Calm down. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> Keyboard warriors. How much for a caddy DPI scan, though? Well, I agree with that. I would love to have yeah. a caddy like DPI yeah. scan. 
Uh, Give us an Aston Martin of, of some kind other than a GT1. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was see. I saw somewhere much like uh, what you guys, what you were saying here. Uh, don't add rain because iRacing people have enough trouble. Drivers have enough trouble on the dry. So the rain's just going to be a shit show. That would be interesting. The first time it were, if it happens, the first official session where it might happen. And how would that work? Would it, it would just, I imagine be completely random. Uh, and that would, I mean, that would be fascinating, but also terrifying at the same time. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you guys, how would you guys feel or react if you knew that was a possibility and say the 24 hours of Daytona or spa or Lama that at any moment it could cloud up and rain. And how That's does, the, and how does that work? Yeah. I would, I would love it, but, God, that would be that would put you on edge. You would feel like the pit crew in the paddock watching the skies. Like, do like let's go down that road. Do we as iRacing team racers and endurance racing, do we get a little re- weather radar? Is it no, like flight simulator no, where it's realistic no. weather? Ooh. No, how, just how like far does other, this whole go? It'd be like any the other games, like say like I have the new F1 2021, great example. Like you have your spotter, your engineer, whoever's in your radio, and they'll just be telling you, like, oh, it looks like there could be a rain five ah. or ten minutes from now. And they'll just give you a heads up. And sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't, ah. but you also have dynamic weather, and sometimes you'll just be able to tell looking at the sky. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that would be cool. Coming. I was that gonna would be say, really yeah. Fun. How I mean you don't want to water it down. Oh, <laughs> You don't want it to happen oh. every time. You know what I mean? Like if every time, oh, the rain's coming, all oh, the rain's coming. Yeah, oh, I would. Coming that again. would get old to me real quick. If, if, uh, yeah, if I hear the spotter say it looks like rain's coming, and uh, and then it rains in exactly five minutes, that would be like okay. Yeah. But also ahead. imagine as people who run leagues, like you or Jerry or anyone, like, and you're running those leagues, they might give you a tool where you can plan it. Well, that's a dis- that uh, gives us an advantage over our other drivers. True, maybe you just don't waste <laughs> no series anymore. Then. <laughs> or I've already point- found I've already found a hole in your proposal, sir. Well, that's when they get yeah. so popular that you're just taking up a spot that you're just going to give to a big driver. There, there you go. It, it's kind of like with the NASCAR 2003 season, where you would have the random t- tire puncture or whatever failure. That's I mean, it's sucks. like it would just come out of nowhere and it would ruin that your race sucks. when you're doing well and it kind of isn't fair i no. mean as a teenager in high school you know it, it it pulled on that already existing angst but i mean even now that would if you're running the 24 hours of of lamar or something like that or we're doing a sprint race and it comes along and messes up your whole strategy i mean i understand that makes it more realistic but you know how people whine already on iris bradley's going to his high school classes like god god damn it i wrecked a gateway last night can't focus on social studies i blew a right front going into turn three my my tire blew at darlington last night guys i can't i can't do arithmetic (laughs) what did you do but you know what i'm talking about you remember that yeah i remember that it would be so unfair well, Bradley, you're one of these assholes that flies flight simulator all the time. Hey, I do too. Yeah, okay, Rob, well, one of okay. Those Rob, Rob, and Bradley, you're you're two a couple of. Assholes. And we, but we do it in literally, VR. Right? I literally played it today. <laughs> I haven't touched it. Uh, Where, where'd you fly to today, Rob? Where'd you take the passengers to? No, I didn't take any passengers. Just me and my single seater doing some bush fl- flights up in northern or northern Alberta. Bush flights in northern Alberta. You've you been watching some Steve Wallace camping videos, haven't you? I have. I have. You've been delivering precious cargo. <laughs> Brad, so you don't do it. You don't do it. Let's take an aside here, everybody. Uh, go, let's go down this road for a second. 
so you don't do as Bradley does and pretend like you're a commercial pilot with passengers. Bradley, Ooh, see, Bradley, yeah. Bradley puts the put the seatbelt thing on. He hits the button, and it, it makes him happy to do that. I'm so stimulating. So, so Rob, you're just a bushcrafter. You're 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 flying. I'll do a little bit. I, I'll fly some jetliners and stuff too, but like, there's no one in it. Do you ever get? <laughs> yeah, there's not. Well, but okay. you, there are like good add-ons that like you can do to like it, it, it simulates like you're doing like a little bit. It's like oh, you do this flight and this flight, and like you got to pay for your fuel and stuff is, like that. Is there an unruly drunk passenger uh, add-on? I hope so. And if not, whoever's is, hearing is this, a, get on it. There's there a man that has access to cockpit. Yeah. Uh, is there an add-on? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Shit, my God. Is there a, a, a gentleman refused to wear a mask add-on? <laughs> oh, enough of that. Okay. Yeah, enough of that. <laughs> but, you know, Bradley took that Bradley took that way left field. Yeah, but that, the, uh, that, that kind of mixes because if you don't, if you haven't noticed online, when you start surfing uh, iRacing and flight sim stuff, the community of simmers in general, it's, like, it's kind of it's kind of Did a crossover. Just make that word up. No, no, simmer. no. But you, you, Rob knows what I'm talking like about a lot. A lot of the guys that, that what would you prefer? Sim racing. Simites. You talking about simps? Rob, are you an anti-simite? That's what I heard. He's hanging up on me here. Tyler's a rabid anti Semite. Oh. He's got oh. some awful. You, you uh, heard it here first. <laughs> I just don't want to. Like I, I try. I, Rob, I'm a downfall. Is is the movie he hates the most? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. All right. So truck. I don't want to be lumped in with like truck or goat simulator. That's what I'm trying to say. No, I mean it's truck simulator is more reasonable than goat goat simulator. <laughs> but, I mean the same people mess with them all. I drive a pretend race car. That's way cooler. Like Rob, you How said about farm you said, simulator. That's no. That's like truck simulator. Rob, you said it long ago. We're the jocks of pretend sports. That, yeah, that would exactly. be true. Yeah. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I don't know. Let me get back to my point that I had about ten minutes ago. Hey, uh, Jeremy Clarkson has a farm. Just getting that out there. He was on Top Gear. Is it, so. is it a real farm or is it a simulated farm? It's a real farm. It has a whole show about it. That's completely different to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get back to the point I was making ten minutes ago, which was flight simulator. I remember because Bradley had it and I did a little bit of it. I worked the joystick a bit back in the day. Um, Flight Simulator had a setting, Microsoft Flight Simulator, where you could have realistic weather so it would plug into uh, whatever it was, in telecast or some kind of weather service and give you, if it was cloudy or if it was raining or if it was storming uh, in Le Mans and you flew your fake little airplane through Le Mans, you had the exact weather basically uh, that the that was going on at that moment in Lamar. So what's stopping iRacing from doing that? How cool would that be? Oh yeah, exactly. And they have it still in the current flight sims too. Like there you go. Five weather. Like they, yeah, they could easily do it. It's just I don't know. I my theory is something that, to do with how it's built on top of the old NASCAR game. It's <laughs> yeah. like the, it, there's got to be limitations to how they can develop it, and I'm sure that they've really stretched it over the years to make it what it is today, but that's my only guess. I'm just picturing, I'm picturing because that would allow all of these endurance teams. I'm just picturing Bruce Perry with his four monitors plus a mini TV in his race room uh, with a live weather feed of Le Mans or of Daytona uh, and getting on there and saying, Hey boys, we got us, we got us, uh, 
some low pressure coming in. Like you could actually pull up a real radar of a location at the time of our race on iRacing and follow the weather and know yeah. what's about to and happen. You can, yeah, you can look at the forecast a week out and kind of anticipate. Yeah, you that, that go, would be you interesting. Can go, so you can go as overboard as you like, but it, it opens up the possibility. It takes away, yeah. it, it allows for planning and strategy in a real, in, in about as, I mean, it's as realistic as you would get, right? Yeah. It would Other take than you just don't get moist. Right. Yeah, it would take away that like unfair that unfairness that would seem whenever it would just happen at random. Otherwise, I agree. Yeah. So, so what we're agreeing on is if they were to implement it, they need to follow the flight simulator model. Right. They, they have live weather. I think they need to set up a place where Bradley can pilot the, the Goodyear Blimp, and the that race. would be nice. They know what they need to do is establish an iRacing that you simulate landing at the airport next to Daytona and then walking into the track and getting into your car. And then racing the twenty four of Daytona, taking your That's wheels up, jet. Yeah. Oh, well, here- racing goes open world. Wow. <laughs> open world. <laughs> Mind pure <laughs> second life. Next thing you know, you're going to be commenting on women's wrestling in Second Life. Uh, uh, the dream. That's right. Yep. Um, so here's the question <laughs> I would beg then: discussing the limitations of uh, iRacing's base core, you know, code and service and everything. Would they ever just scrap all of it and just overhaul it entirely? I was actually going to ask that. Like, are yeah. we ever going to get iRacing two? Yeah, <laughs> iRacing. I mean, what are we? What are we on now? What are we on iRacing? <laughs> one, iRacing. one one plus decade at this point. Two decades. Yeah. When did we start, yeah. Bradley? It was twenty ten or, or earlier? Was it? It was twenty ten. I joined yeah. in twenty ten. So we're over two decades. Yeah, like, what point does? It, yeah, what point does it like switch onto like a new platform on a new engine and just like able to like move into the future? And we It'll still have, have the same luck. We still have the same Watkins Glen. <laughs> Maybe something. not for long. No, Maybe not, not for long. long. No, uh, it's they've confirmed that Watkins Glen has been rescanned and in development. And apparently, people have been stalking the iRacing van out there. There was kind of a there was a post, another one. We talked about it last week uh, in the show uh, about. Uh, the iRacing van being spotted in Speedway, Indiana. So we assume uh, that a rescan of Indianapolis occurred. Uh, I mean, I guess it could be the Lucas Oil or it could be both. Uh, but something happened over that way. Uh, well, somebody posted another stalking photo of the iRacing van about an hour north of Watkins Glen uh, today or yesterday. Um, so they could have gone to Watkins Glen, but it's been it's not breaking news because it's been confirmed by iRacing staff uh, in the forums that they rescanned Watkins Glen and where it was in development. Uh, I read, and I I honestly didn't do a lot of homework into this, uh, but I read that people think uh, that that new version could come out soon because uh, the NASCAR series is going to Watkins Glen uh, coming up. Uh, So I I don't know what's behind that or what proves that, uh, but it's interesting. So obviously that's coming. but I think it's just interesting that people are stalking this van around the United States. There happen to just be iRacing uh, racers, drivers, just out on the interstate spotting this. And it also begs the question that maybe iRacing needs to have an undercover van because they have iRacing.com motorsport simulations on all sides of the thing. Yeah, they're not going to go undercover. They want people like this buzz is good for them. It is good. Yeah. Rob's going to give the, Rob's going to spend his $14 on a new Watkins Glen. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for it. I mean, now, you already own Watkins Glen, so it would probably be free. Yeah. No, exactly. uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think you get to pay money back. It I think, if, 
if it's within two years, you get most of the money back. It's not yeah. been within two years for me, but for you, yeah, yeah. I because it's going to be different. I mean, obviously, the gravel trap and the bus stop is completely repaved. I saw that in person, so there's quite a bit that's different. Uh, the, the gravel traps seem to be becoming a thing of the past in some places, for good reason. But that was that was obviously something that stuck out uh, when I visited uh, the six hours of the Glen was seeing the bus stop as uh, not a gravel trap, uh, death trap, which it is in iRacing currently. I would, I've always been another person that say that we need more gravel traps. More? Why is that? Because when you have paved runoff, people will run harder. It's like, when if well, I guess like, I'm thinking more of like in like F1, like I know other cars can kind of move through that stuff a little easier, but with certain types of cars, like you need those types of boundaries where it's like, if you go off, there's a risk that you're not going to get out because that's what makes you stick to the track limits. Yeah, that's the fact of getting beached, I think, is an interesting penalty. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it's I think there should be more of them myself. But it didn't seem to stop uh, Max Verstappen very, very uh, efficiently. You really want to get into that? <laughs> Do I want to get into that? <laughs> We're going to oh, have a whole can of worms there. We have F1 picks of the week at the end of the show. I guess we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll let's bookmark that one. Yeah. In a few minutes. <laughs> So what would you guys ask Steve Myers if you uh, were willing to donate to him and have him answer any question that you have? Ooh. Well, Bradley wants to know if they can get an Aston Martin. They have that and what other GT3 cars are we going to add and how are we going to restructure it? You said what other or what yeah. other? What other and how are we going to restructure the IMSA series next year? Without a, DP, without a DPI and without... Somebody uh, asked. Like we said, some, are we going to get a, a? Are there any talks of getting a D, an Acura or Cadillac DPI? Yeah, Bradley answered his own question there. Did he? Yeah. How are we going to? How are we going to do this without the DPI? Like, give us a fucking DPI. There you go. Oh, yeah, there you go. Or an LMP3. Well, that how, too. I want how that. does that work? Do we take away the LMP2 or do we have no, to get the P2? If they don't give us a DPI, then we'll have the P2, the P3, and the GT3. Oh, that's right. The GTLM goes. Okay. Yes. I'm an idiot. Yes. I'm an so idiot. we need to replace it with something to have three classes. You're right. In yeah. There. You know what I mean? Or do they keep we, the They're going to have to. They're going to, I don't know. So when are we going to get to, we've, we've done this, but it still makes me sad every time it hits me is where are we going to get to race the GTEs, Lamas? It hurts me. I'm going to miss them. Unless you give me a, a Cadillac or an Acura DPI and then good riddance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll miss it to some degree, but... I want my new toys. Eventually, we'll get, hopefully, the hypercars or whatever they're called. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there's, I think there's just... I don't, I'm don't. i not sad because I feel like there's a lot to look forward to right now for endurance racing. I think so, yeah. Even I saw that Lamborghini was considering the LM... LM uh, hypercar lmdh to run in both uh imza and the european series so add lamborghini to that bmw of course um i mean here in north america if they bring those things to daytona petite lamas sebring whatever that's going to be a must you're going to have to travel to that uh, because short of going to lamar europe for us in north america that's going to be our chance to see them uh, over the course of hours, uh, especially in an open paddock. I mean, how ecstatic would you be to see all of these new prototypes? Eggplant. 
Eggplant emoji. Rob, Rob was trying to find the words there. Double yeah. eggplant emoji. Yeah, everybody. Emoji. <laughs> what do we get all of them in IMSA? What do we get all the manufacturers? It Hyper seems like that's will that, that the, will that's that, the plan, right? For the twenty four hours of Daytona. But there's oh, in in real life IMSA. I thought you yeah. meant iRacing. No, not iRacing. That would be a dream, wouldn't it? But you'd have to have a. Well, never, we would never get them. Maybe that yeah. we would get the BMW because of their cooperation with. I that, that would be interesting, yeah. And Porsche. And that's probably it. I do think they would come to... I think that's the whole point of making the two... Uh, the specs match. The whole point would be to have them dip over into each each type of race. It would be consistent across the board of uh, the competition in these major races. Le Mans, Daytona, the two pinnacles. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Well... Onwards and upwards. And, and we'd go and, and watch and, and travel and, and drool over these things. But no more BMW M8 GTE. No. <laughs> we can still, we'll just make a league for it all, just a BMW. Yeah, just all a BMW Sim Cup of our own. Yeah, I mean, it'll be yeah. on iRacing forever. That's true. It'll live so, on. Yeah. It'll be a ghost, just like... Yeah. Uh, I mean that's that's the the thing uh, that iRacing has going for it. I mean time is on iRacing's side, and that everything is going to get updated. Look at all the old Cup cars, NASCARs. I mean every iteration they they just cycle through it. At the time it's oh it's so neat and so new, but it's Maybe. like in computing. It's like in computers. It's always as soon as you get it, it's depreciating and becoming less and less, and then the new thing comes along. It sounds much like your life, Bradley. It does. It's all of our lives. Let's, uh, let's get deep here. Oh, that's that's a drag. Yeah, <laughs> it's entropy. Entropy and eventual decay. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Patrick is uh, tying some rope up, and uh, from what I hear, it doesn't <laughs> sound good. Over I'm about there, to Patrick. kick the chair out and see oh, how long I hang. It, it doesn't sound good over there. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus boy. Christ. <laughs> For fuck's sake, man! Now you're gonna go- put this episode up with a trigger warning. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm gonna go read, go read some Carl Sagan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, oh my God. that'll make it feel better. <laughs> We're the pale blue dot. Oh Jesus Christ, Bradley! <laughs> and and he's already dead. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, it's been a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, no, the the point is, I racing. Yeah, what's the to point? Make money. I racing will continue to make money. That's the new hot new thing is going to be, you know. It's always what's going to be next. It's the Apple of of motorsports. In my like, what's next? Oh, cool! We just got this new iPhone. But what's next? That's and how I, I look at the hypercar. iRacing 1.0. Yeah, that's I how really I look wish. at the hypercar. What's that's awesome? Look at that thing. Looks a lot uh, like an LMP. What's next? You comparing us to Apple fanboys is really depressing me. <laughs> are you oh, not I, that what we are? Are we just Apple fanboys? Are you? I've are triggered you not? Rob. Are you? I worked for Apple, Apple, and I was at one point. But and, you, what you happened know, to you? I stopped working for them. So, so now you're not. <laughs> oh, oh. Why did you stop working for them? What did they do to you? What did you? Oh, what just, did you do? They just closed down the place here that that 
we just didn't like we only had they just changed to a new formula of how many people they wanted in each of their spots so they just closed down it it feels great for me it worked out awesome but nonetheless just when i was there i was a fanboy and now i'm just thinking god i'm a goddamn fanboy buying it just because i've already given them so much money might as well just keep giving it to stay in the ecosystem that sounds exactly like iRacing it does oh man you'll never criticize god damn you're trapped I hate to tell you, but yeah, that's exactly what's going on here for all yeah, of us. Putting ACC right now. ACC. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just joking. It's what are you going to play? Put your windshield wipers on over there? <laughs> Is it so much what's, better? What's What's that movie? Nobody Tyler? Nobody likes rain anyway, Rob. Tyler, what's that nobody movie? Uh, Rob might know this movie. What's the movie with, what's his name? Roddy Piper? Where he puts um, on the glasses and he sees the aliens. Schind- uh, Schindler's they, List. Oh. No, no, it's um, they they live. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, they live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roddy, Roddy Piper. What the fuck? Where are you going with they this? Put the, they put the sunglasses. Yes, on. They yeah. the aliens. That's that what that's what I racing is. They don't have we're, lips. They don't have lips. Yeah, we're we're everybody else. And when you play ACC, that's when you put the glasses on. You're like, <laughs> what is what is what are all these people doing over there? I'm I see sure. YouTube. You two brothers are always the ones. You guys are those guys in that with the epic fight scene in the fucking alleyway that goes on for like 12 minutes. <laughs> Roddy God, Piper. that's an awesome movie. Roddy Piper. <laughs> what in the fuck? What, this pop culture references and hitting you, Tyler? Pe- people are good pop culture. <laughs> you pop think culture. that's popular? Culture. Uh, people are googling who is classic, whatever you want to call it. They live. I remember it. I remember it. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. It makes too. me think of uh, what's that movie with Charlie Sheen and the alien? Oh, yes, yes. Their balls suck everything their, in or whatever. Their legs bend backwards. Yeah, I promise you, this is a sim racing podcast. What is uh, that the, movie called, though? What is that movie called? The little ball sucks everything. Yeah, the, in the ball satellite? sucks it all yeah, up. Yeah. That one, I don't, I don't remember that one. It was Hope a Roomba. It was tuning in at that point because that was something nasty. It was a Roomba yeah. before its time. Yeah, that ball sucking movie with Charlie Chain. Yeah, <laughs> when you tuned in and you just heard the ball sucking movie, oh, with Charlie Sheen, yeah. with Charlie Sheen especially. <laughs> those aliens, those aliens were real fast though, and it, it associates they could race, right? Racing—that's what we're talking about. Googling the arrival, nineteen ninety-six. Yes. yes, the arrival. <laughs> we had to find out. We had to know. That's a good movie. Better than Roddy Piper with some sunglasses. And it doesn't matter if it's a sim racing podcast. What's the point of having a podcast if you can't just rant to it? Other shit. Ever I, I, I do know. believe that's the case. This is our house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our house. You could our house. cut this up. Ep- this episode. You should cut this episode with the first of it with that Maxwell house com- song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Bradley, you were making a point. No, my point was about the, that was the fanboy thing that we're all hoodwinked and under the spell of iRacing. racing, and then Rob goes off and uses ACC, and he comes back, and we're like, "No, you're you're not one of us." We cast him away, and no, assimil- you're really not. Him. You're really not. We assimilate him back in. How often do you do you use ACC? Jesus, yeah, this is like when my dogs, I sometimes like petted another dog and I come home. It's like, what have you been up to? That's right. <laughs> we, we smell uh, it on you. I haven't, I haven't played it in months. It's but the lipstick lately, on the collar. What is it? I've been playing F1 2021 outside of iRacing. Uh, I think everybody's been doing that other than me. I'm surprised you don't get the, the I don't, F1 I games. don't mess with other things. You mean iRacing doesn't have a comprehensive F1 car? Mm. 
it does, I guess, yeah. the MP40 or whatever. They have it is, the tire but... compounds now. Yeah, it's I don't know, does, but it's not uh... the same. Like you can't live. Like, it just like the the F1 game is just good for getting into the world of F1 in the sense. You know what I mean? Like does, since it's all licensed. Does the Delora IRO1 scratch that F1 itch for you? Not in the sense of like, because I'm just a big F1 fan in real life, like just the real life connection with the names and the careers and like running your team and stuff like that. Like that's, that's, that's the part that I like is doing like the career modes and stuff. Like I don't like racing online or anything. It's a mess. Yeah. I think, I think iRacing needs to get the halo. That would maybe get some little more realistic. Maybe somebody would let, maybe Haas would let them scan. Do a deal with the Russians. Let it happen. I don't know what's going to happen with that, to be honest. For the Indy Lights, they have a halo. The Indy Lights cars have halos, as we saw. It'd be nice to see if they could at least get, like, the new F2 cars or something. Like, give them something. Something more Uh, EA owns. EA bought up Codemasters this year, though, so I'm assuming they're going to fight tooth and nail for the Mm -hmm. licensing. Mm -mm. Well, we're going to be watching... And we're going to see what Steve, what's what's happening with Steve Myers. Maybe we can get a question in there. Probably not. Bunch of cheap bastards. <laughs> Probably won't be able to get anything answered. But we're going to piggyback and try to see what 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 he says. If it's if it's all just a bunch of hot air, basically, or if we have something to talk about next week, uh, because I'm interested. People, I mean, there are obviously I could run through his whole thing. People are asking lots of questions, um, and it's all. I mean, the money's all well spent. But we want information. Give us our information. We want we want hot talk. We want hot takes and hot talking points. That's what we want. I think it's time for F one picks of the week. Are we going to talk about this Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton situation? Yeah, we can. It won't take long. It's pretty cut and dry, if you ask me. Okay, we'll see what we'll see. We'll see where we're at with that. We'll be right back into the apex. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market and are designed to keep you safe. Confidence in self meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up, whether it be to work or any event, knowing you look awesome. Roscoe Wheels offers free shipping within Canada and flat rate shipping in the USA. Find your new look today at roscoewheels.com. This episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post race find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online at badweatherbrewery.com
is your heart racing? And now, the Into the Apex Formula One Fantasy League Picks of the Week. And it's happened immediately! This is amazing! Oh, 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 oh Adam Carroll, that's just such a boneheaded move, you dork. F1 Picks of the Week for Hungary on Into the Apex. And uh, I'm going to throw it to Bradley, who is now a Formula One expert, because he watched the movie Rush last night, he said. Bradley? Yeah, that's, that's right. I know all of the history of Formula One. Um, and uh, as it pertains to that film and uh, that, that era of Formula One, I am, I'm now officially an expert because I watched <laughs> the movie Rush. So what? <laughs> good movie. Good movie. <laughs> good, so, good historical uh, documentary. Let me ask you a serious question. Uh, Shoot. After watching that, does that make you like more into F1? I mean, it's interesting to know some. I honestly, uh, all jokes aside, I did not know that that part of the history. Um, I don't know well, a lot about early F1. And uh, I mean, I knew how dangerous it was. And I've watched all the videos of the 70s. Some, yeah, fatal, fatal accidents. Yeah, Bradley. Uh, track loved- workers being killed. <laughs> Oh, all the all that. It it was. How do you spend your free time? I'm telling. They tell you, but in the movie, in the commentary, in the movie, they mention that at least two F1 drivers die each year. Back. Bradley says, "I don't watch some of the videos of of uh, people dying. I watch all of the videos." Well, hell, that people dying in that film alone. That that film alone, they show a man decapitated. They show a man. Oh, what the fuck, man! They show a dude's. They have you watched the movie, Patrick? No, no. None of you now. I really don't want to. None of you have watched it. Now I kind of want to watch it. Oh, you sick! (laughs) It it was actually at Watkins Glen. They showed it at Watkins Glen back when they did. We talked about that when we visited Watkins Glen. So that they used to race around. They used to race downtown Watkins Glen. So that, he, that one featured an accident where a guy slammed the wall, and much like Roman Grosjean, he went through it, but then he hit something, and his head got wiped How off. How graphic is it? Are you just pretty graphic? No, you see, you see his body without a head. Ah, oh, it, it shows a, it shows the oh. guy's leg and his bone exposed. Oh hell no! Like it's the point of the movie is that Formula One and back then was incredibly unreasonably dangerous. I might watch that tonight. You should watch you it. It's on. Fuckers. I think it's on. Going from, we're going from rescans at Watkins Glen to reskins. Sticking <laughs> 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 out decapitation. Good one, Rob. Good one. It's a good movie, though. It's, if you like Formula <laughs> One, Tyler, you should watch it. And if you know anything I'm about Nicky Lotta, I mean, it'll it's, makes you respect him. It'll make you respect him. So Bradley now has a piece of Formula One knowledge more than any than me. He likes decapitation in Formula Bradley, One. Bradley likes. I learned about Bradley that he likes to watch snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the new genre is born. that is dark, oh, boy. That is oh boy, you are, you are dark. Sir. We, we live that, in the, add that on to him being a gimp too. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we, we live in the era of live league. Let's not add any context to that. They shut that thing down, by the way. But let's, oh, did let's not go that. Probably way. right. Yeah, probably rightfully so. It's it's yeah. all <laughs> censorship, big tech. <laughs> Rob, Rob says the pawn of big tech. <laughs> I used to work for Apple. <laughs> IT professional. Yep. Uh, okay, Edward Snowden. Oh God. Um, so, so Bradley watched a movie about formula one. So he's getting there because Bradley, I don't know if you realize it, obviously the big, the thing is, and I know some guys that we race with 
uh, which it's good to me. And I've watched a little bit of it, but not a lot of it. Uh, and that's uh, Drive to Survive on Netflix. A lot of Americans obviously have gotten into Formula One because of that Netflix series. Uh, have you watched any of that, Bradley, to kind of get yourself into no, it? No, I have not, actually. Uh, give it a try as somebody, if you're new to it, which obviously you are, give it a try. Maybe it'll fire you up a little bit. Uh, it's yeah, I really want good. To, really. Because I'll tell you what, back when I was getting into road racing from NASCAR, I watched Audi's lmp1 documentary from the 24 hours of lamar fired me the hell up for for lamar and for for that kind of racing so sometimes you need that dramatized version of things to get into it and and i think there's a measurable increase in, in the united states from that series uh getting people fired up about it uh it's obviously heavily dramatized but well uh, it's 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 more than that. They actually take things that don't happen in certain races and make storylines with them. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like if you actually know what happened at each race and will follow keenly, and then you watch it, like that was that wasn't that race. Yeah, like, fuck. Like we said, they made it look like Roman Grosjean was in that fire for ten straight minutes and survived. Obviously, it happened so much quicker. It was twenty seven or twenty eight seconds, yeah. which is still incredible. But they drug it out and edited. Oh yeah, it for so long. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Do we want to do we want to get into our predictions for Hungary, or do we want to address the Lewis Hamilton Max Verstappen? I feel like at this point, it's been beaten to the yeah. ground. Yeah, I'd say we just leave it and do the picks. Yeah, because, you're uh, beating a dead horse. It, it's so beaten into the ground, and I think, I guess, what I'll say is this: is uh, the rest of it will, will play out on the track the rest of the season. And we'll have a world champion at the end of the year. And that's that. So it's, it's yeah. Going down the qualifying simulation pace on the uh, F1 uh, main website, uh, it's Mercedes uh, 0.01 over Red Bull. So as always, Mercedes this year, as always, Red Bull, Mercedes, neck and neck. Uh, and then you have Alpine, McLaren, AlphaTauri, Ferrari, Aston Martin, Williams, Alfa Romeo, and Haas uh, as far as simulated pace. So Alpine looking good in simulation. AlphaTauri is not bad either. They're ahead of Ferrari in this, uh, ahead of Aston Martin. Aston Martin tends to be up there at times, uh, but it's a little shaky. Uh, so I made finally some changes uh, to my fantasy in our F1 fantasy league. Uh, I have finally followed through with dropping uh, Yuki Tsunoda. And I also, I also dropped Esteban Ocon. Um, I picked up in their place, Pierre Gasly for 11.9 million. And I picked up George Russell for 6.2 million because I had just maybe about 7 million left. Uh, and I picked George Russell over Latifi. Uh, so that leaves me with, those are my two new picks for this weekend. Uh, Sunoda, who I had high hopes for in the beginning of the season, I just simply have to part ways with, probably far too late. Uh, so that leaves me with Verstappen, uh, Lando Norris as my turbo driver, Lance Stroll, Pierre Gasly, George Russell, and Red Bull, which I'm going to stick with Red Bull for the time being. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. Uh, obviously, I'm going to have a mega driver for the second half of the season, so that's going to be a bit of strategy to hopefully give me a boost. If I choose, if I don't choose that wisely. I don't know how good I'm going to turn out in our, our fantasy league this year. Uh, I had success with my first mega driver run uh, because I picked for Stappen when he won a race. But uh, 
I don't know, Rob. What do you with the Hamilton versus Verstappen? Can you really nail down one or the other each weekend, uh, or if they're going to keep taking each other out because it's such a uh, a battle? I mean, do you think do you think that this is the only time the rest of this season that we see these two guys tangle up and get basically? I mean, well, Lewis didn't get taken out; he won the race. But uh, he next time he may not be so lucky. Do you see these guys tangling again? They're going to come together again. But because Max isn't going to drive the car any different because he doesn't have to. And I think Hamilton will be desperate again because I still think Verstappen is going to get ahead in the championship. Like he, I think he just has more pace than him. He doesn't have a superior car. And I just think, I think it's Verstappen's year. And I think it's just like I said, we're after, there's a break after I think this, this race because mm-hmm. we're at the mid season. So said a whole half of the season left. I still think for Shapson can probably climb out to a good lead. And I think the more desperate Hamilton is, the more likely it's going to happen. Cause I still can't recall Verstappen ever taking anyone out ever. I, I think Verstappen is the world champion at the end of the year, obviously not a controversial or extreme take, uh, but I think it's an upset if Verstappen isn't the world champion. Uh, and I kind of hope he is. It's, it's something different. A first time world champion is what, what we would like to see. Uh, Lewis Hamilton for the Americans or for the football fans is the Tom Brady and uh, you respect him, but you sometimes you just want to see a different face. Yep, exactly. It just sets the right tone going into 2022, not letting Mercedes cap off an entire (laughs) era of domination. Right. Uh, So have you made any adjustments to your fantasy or are you going to stick with what's uh, what you've had so far? I'm sticking with Leclerc, Verstappen, Gasly, Norris, Russell, and Red Bull for Constructor. Not a bad choice because you run fifth in our fantasy league. So what you have is keeping you in contention. Yeah. Uh, right now, Dustin B, Mercedes goes Burr is the team in number one. Uh, Axel from the Netherlands is in number two. He races with us in our endurance team. Uh, he's holding strong uh, just a little bit behind Dustin in first. Uh, Alexander Matola is in third. He races with us in uh, uh, endurance racing as well. Uh, Mark R., faster on the grass, uh, named aptly after our episode about uh, teams in Pesic cooling their tires on the grass. I like that reference, Mark, uh, is in fourth. And then Rob himself here is in fifth. And I can't leave out uh, Ross Buchanan from RoscoeWheels.com, our great sponsor. He's in sixth. He's been up there all year. He still has a turbo driver or mega Ooh, driver left. Yes, sir. He's He stands a good chance. Ross stands a good chance. Yeah. Um, I'm all the way back in 12th and uh, trying to claw my way back up there. I'm, so that's where I need my mega driver. Uh, so Bradley, Bradley's in dead last, right? Yeah, I think so. I haven't looked at it in that's, weeks. That would probably be why you're dead last, Bradley. Probably so. I'm not. I'm not tending to it. It's like fantasy football. I just after a while, you just let it go. (laughs) So Bradley has Mazepin, Ricardo, who's his turbo driver, Lance Stroll, Hamilton, Ocon, and McLaren. Really, if you just got rid of of Mazepin, which I think he did as a joke, honestly, if you just got rid of Mazepin, you probably wouldn't have the worst team. But. As I understand it, Bradley's in a dilemma where, where to, in order to adjust his roster, he has to reset his password because he forgot it, and he's just not willing to do that right now. Yeah, it's a lot, lot of effort and a lot of work to log in there and make some changes. <laughs> so. Just gonna, just gonna keep it. It's like my, it's like having a set of lottery numbers you go with every time. Eventually, it's gonna work. 
Oh my god! Right. In the meantime, so yeah, one of these days, so Bradley's not going to adjust his F one fantasy roster until Nikita Mazepin wins a Formula One race. So basically, when his race, dad buys it for he's going to be he's yeah. going to be the the world champion. Bradley, <laughs> Bradley, I think you need to watch Rush again. <laughs> I can't get over the lottery logic. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the worst thing we've ever heard. Yeah, it'll win. It'll win. We've ever heard. It'll win. You keep futzing with it, and and you're just yeah. never going to get it right. That, yeah, that's Tyler's problem, as he's himself admitted on here before. You you futz with it too much. Yeah, you got to set it and forget it. Got to tweak it. Set it and forget it, and, you, and it'll pay off. That's uh, works in the stock market too. You keep futzing with it, and you're going to just. It's just going to be a mess. Yeah, I think Carol Sagan's lottery check number just came up this week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He's dead. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. So eventually, yeah. you'll if you just keep the same numbers, like you'll get it. But you'll probably be dead you, for seven. You pass them down years. generations. <laughs> pass them down to generations. <laughs> 20, the year three thousand. Bradley's F one fantasy. Nikita Mazepin. He stands a chance. That's his great grandson. <laughs> Uh, Try to think of some some funny name that goes with Nikita Mazepin. I got nothing. Nothing. Boo. Brad, uh, Boo. So Bradley Bradley's going to finish last. Um, Patrick, w- any updates from you? No, no. Don't <laughs> don't expect much. I went Patrick. up. I, I went up two. You know, what was it two or three spots from last week? Are you a lottery guy too? You just set it and forget it. Uh, no, it's I just don't have confidence in anyone else, so I'm not going to change it. Who do you have it pulled up? Who do you got? I have uh, Hamilton, uh, Norris, Ocon, Russell, and Leclerc, and he's my turbo driver. And he's been my turbo driver for I think the last couple races. So, and then for a constructor, I have Ferrari. Not, yeah, not bad. I don't know if I'd have if you could afford Red Bull or Mercedes, obviously. But I mean, it's as far as that third tier, it's kind of between McLaren and Ferrari. Am I right? Maybe all, I don't know about Alpine. Yeah. I don't know. I I went with Norris and Leclerc because I just wanted to kind of even out the roster. Well, it sounds like an expensive roster, so I can kind of understand taking a cheaper manufacturer. Yeah, that that's that was basically what I could afford at the time. Yeah, so. the money strategy is interesting in it. Um, it's I don't mess with it obviously as much like when I do fantasy football here in in America. Uh, talk about futzing with it. I I can't not futz with it. I try to propose trades just for the sake of trades, just to feel good about what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I can't leave. I can't leave well enough alone in fantasy sports. That's my problem. Bradley's right. I admit it. Well, He's for right. this, you can at least say to yourself that you're not really going to have like at this point. The pecking order has more or less been set. Even the top teams have now because of the cost caps that have been in, that started this year. Um, most of them are all stopping development and probably won't even be bringing anything new for cars into this season and everything's just going into 2022. So if you think somebody's faster than somebody already, you've pretty much seen most styles of tracks now to kind of know where the cars are going to be able to form and where they won't. So like if you think someone's faster than someone now, you're they're probably going to be for the rest of the year. I can certainly say as I've watched F1 through the years, it's uh Good time for someone like Bradley, who's new to it, to watch because he sure has seen some excitement that hasn't quite been there all the time. <laughs> I mean, 
It reminds me of when I first got into F1, the season that got me into F1. I've told this story on here, I know. Uh, but if you've never heard, uh, my year of getting into F1, the very first time I followed it, and I mean, I set an alarm clock. I woke up at like 2 a.m. Eastern time to watch the Australian Grand Prix. Uh, I woke up at 6 a.m. to watch the Grand Prix whenever they were, wherever they were in the world, Singapore, whatever. Uh, I was pulling out all the stops. It was an appointment. It was, uh, I was going all out. It was the year that Lewis won his first world championship when it came down to Lewis and Felipe Massa and Lewis got the championship and at the very end of the Brazilian Grand Prix. And I was, and it was the same year that, uh, it was raining at spa and Raikkonen. And I think it was Lewis or somebody else kept trading leads because it started to rain. It was the first time I saw rain racing and I, and I'd never seen anything so exciting. Uh, so that's where I, that, that is what roped me into F1 forever. And, uh, I, I'm guessing, I know Bradley was giving us the holy shit reaction to the Lewis Verstappen connection at Silverstone. And I'm going to guess Bradley that you didn't tune out that whole race. You probably finished that race. No. Yeah. I stuck through the red flag and, oh yeah, I, I agree. As much as I played off that, oh, I'm not going to like it because you like it. Um, that's, that's our whole life, Bradley. It let's, is, not yeah, get in, let's not but, get uh, into that. But no, it's fun. I mean, it's. It's, that was uh, that was a good one. Yeah, With I mean, Lewis, I, I, I so that, appreciate you have it. that drama for early on, and then the rest of the time you have Lewis chasing down Leclerc. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is it's nail biting in a different way than IMSA and NASCAR and all that. You know, in its best, IMSA and NASCAR and all that is nail biting, nail biting like that. But F one, at least this season, like you said, it could be an anom- anomaly for me. But it's like every time it's like that, and it's all strategy. It's not necessarily close racing. Yeah, it's yeah. that you can see the overtake coming, and it's just. How is this pit strategy going to work out? So it's a different kind of enjoyment and a different kind of experience right. than two guys battling it out close. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's it sucked me in. Um, I would love to go to one of the Grand Prix in the U.S. One well, of obviously, it, it's gotten you. Uh, I kind of caught on to that when you said you watched the movie Rush. Why did why would you choose to watch that unless you were just bored? Well, it's just it's the motorsports theme. I mean, it, it featured uh, old school versions of like Interlagos is in it. Uh, it implies that spa, I don't know about the history of how long they've been going to spa, but Belgium, uh, Nurburgring is, is in it a lot. Um, I assume it was Suzuka, one of the Japanese Grand Prix. Um, so if it's interesting, Tyler, I would recommend you watch it if you haven't. I need to, you know what I still have not watched is uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, that's a good one too. It's very good. I still good. not watched movie that. about Le Mans and, uh, Enzo Ferrari, who's also in rush actually. Cause, uh, Nikki Lada drove for no, uh, God, who was it? The Jewish one drove for Ferrari. Was it James? Said you're an expert. Hey, listen to yeah. this. Listen to this guy. Was he it James Hunt or was it uh, Nikki Lada? I can't remember. Did you said you one watched this last night? <laughs> <laughs> Lots happened. Senile old person. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, uh, who do you, who do you guys got? Who's going to win the Hungary Grand Prix? Or, or, or maybe just you, Rob. I, your opinion is the only one. Nothing. Your opinion is the only one that matters to me. Let's be honest. Here. That's so nice. Um, it's going to be Hamverbot. I just don't know in what order. Hamverbot. You know. You know. You put that in my head, and I always think that now. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a oh. bad poem that's stuck in my head. <laughs> I think of Rob saying Hamverbot. I'm like, oh Jesus. <laughs> God damn Hamverbot. Yeah. That's what it's going to be though. Hamverbot. Okay. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to say anything. We'll see. I think Max will win based on tire deg. So you'll think it'll be Ver Hambot. 
Yeah, no, verbatim. Ver- I think it'll. Verbatim. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be Maz Perbot. Mazepin's gonna win it. Mazepin Perez and Botas. Yeah. I mean, I think I think a sinkhole is going to open at the track. Maybe, yeah. and everybody from Mexican is going to be sucked <laughs> in. Maybe if some because he was busy spinning yeah. around, and then, <laughs> and then Vladimir Putin's going to come out of it in a giant drill, riding then, a horse and, without a shirt. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> the is, Russian Olympic, this? the Russian Olympic Committee will win all gold. What? What is the this, Russian the judges give all tens? <laughs> yeah. What is this? The movie Tremors. <laughs> Oh, oh, we got more. You did not think that we could split, that we could fit in there another movie. More, reference? more B, B, B movie <laughs> sci-fi references for this. We fit it. If I, the fact that I fit a Tremors reference in before the end of this episode makes me very happy. If you made, if you redid Tremors with Putin instead of Kevin Bacon, I'd fucking go. To <laughs> I just like the character Bert in Tremors, and his saltine crackers made out of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> if you never watch Tremors, do yourself a favor. You'll hate yourself. We got after. your whole movie list on this one. <laughs> they live, Tremors, uh, The Arrival. You'll be good to go. If you're in a relationship and you watch the movie, you'll not be in a relationship after you watch these movies. <laughs> <sighs> well, this has been another fun one, gentlemen. I think it's time to catch. An eight fifteen Michelin pilot race. Isn't I thought that, you were about to say catch a beam of light. Isn't that right, Brad? Fucking <laughs> fucking K Pack. <laughs> I have a beam of light to catch. Uh, now Bradley's referencing rapist movies. Oh Jesus Christ. Jesus. Fuck, man. Can't watch American Beauty either. <laughs> K fucking Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we need to stop this right now. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Turn this off. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what happens with this charity race. Patrick and I will be in it. We'll see if Steve Myers spills any goods for us and we'll break it down or we'll call it as uh, pretty much empty content. Uh, either way, so the money's going to a good cause and we're all about that here. Uh, but if we can find out that Rob can retire his competizione software and come turn his windshield wipers on in high racing. <laughs> <laughs> then that would be just great. And I hope we can update. I hope we get some nuggets of information that are really juicy, but something tells me that it's going to be lame, Probably. but I hope it's really interesting. Fingers crossed. There we go. Patrick, uh, we'll be on bright and early at Charlotte driving to GT4 for a good cause. Let's do it. Yep. Until next week, for this great crew, this is Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com. 